0: All through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. What is righteousness?
1: It says, first, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. It's what you're not standing in your righteousness. You notice it says, and His righteousness. That means you don't have any. No matter how good you've been, you don't have enough righteousness stored up to do what needs done. So when you think about that, he says, Kingdom, be a kingdom thinker and be in my righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. What things? The things that the Gentiles seek. The money, the houses, the cars, the, and all those things. It's, it's a mind, see, it's a mindset. It's not money. It's a mindset. It's not a car. It's a mindset. It's not uh, things. It says, seek first the kingdom. That means that he has divine rule in your life and final say in every single thing you do. Amen. And his righteousness, which means do it like you haven't done anything right and he's right and he will be able to give you the things that the Gentiles have. Amen. Now see, we always think we just need money and God says you need to prioritize. Then the money comes. That's, that's why I knew that the prosperity preaching all those years was misunderstood because when you get stuck on the things, you think the things are the result and see, when you t- seek the kingdom first and his righteousness, those are all character traits. You're going to now. you're going to be obeying God and you're going to be trusting in him instead of yourself. And, and if you I realize it give and it'll be given unto you, is it also a spiritual law? But if you give it with the mindset, with the spirit, what I was talking about at the beginning of the service, that you deserve something, you're not you're not there. You're not there. You're not doing it in his righteousness. You're doing it in your righteousness. Money is attracted to the right conditions. You know, I heard preachers say they're a money magnet. I think that what that means is the money's attracted to your life. That's why we would say every time they fall in a bucket, they come out smelling like a rose. You ever heard that? That's what they're talking about. When you are are attracting wealth, you attract resources, you attract things. That's why it is, oh my, this is so, this is, that's why it's so important that when you want to do something with your life, you do it in the order that the king says. You might, God might have told you you're going to be something, but you cannot skip the steps that he said to get there and try to go there because the provision won't be there for you. It's when you go for the goal in the steps that he gives you by seeking the kingdom, the resources come. You're in his righteousness and you're not deserving it because you did something. You obeyed him all the way to get there. Now that's a long, long talk there, but that's how resources and money begin to come to you. The Bible says wealth and riches will be in your house. Now, it doesn't come because you're good. It becomes, you didn't, here's one, you didn't get saved because you were good, right? As a matter of fact, you didn't get saved until you admitted you were no good. <laughs> so it's actually the opposite. You got saved because you said you were no good, to, you admitted you were no good to God, and he gave you life. Okay? The same way you deal with money, the same way you get healed, You bring your sickness, he gives you healing, right? You bring your poverty, he gives you wealth. You brought your death, he gave you life. You bring your sickness, he gives you healing. If you see it in the light of him, instead of what you want or what you think you deserve, you actually are positioned to get it. Job did know that. He said, even though he slay me, I ain't switching sides, as they say. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, we believe our God will deliver, but even if he doesn't, we're not. We're gonna die. Just, in other words, we're gonna die wrong. You willing to die wrong and believe God? I'm not saying you should be wrong and stay there, but are you willing to die rather than switch sides and go back to the world to get your needs met? One of the things that God purged out of Abraham was when he first left Ur the Chaldees he went out there and there was a famine, he went back to Egypt for help and then he had to start lying about his wife because he went to the world for help. And how many of you went to the world and after you was there, you didn't like what the conditions were? (laughs) Amen. When you go back to where you got supposed to leave and get your help, there's the strings. You make this much money, we take this, we do that. If you do this, we'll do that. I mean, it is all this stuff. And before you know it, you're lowering your life to make, get its needs met instead of going over that thing. You got to, I loved it when Abraham said, I don't even want shoelaces from this place. I don't want nothing you got. It's how, that's why reading the scripture is and, and meditating, see, I have to meditate. I'm mature. I probably spend most of my time thinking. And I have to admit, the, more time, the, more, the less work I do, the more time I get to think, the better leader I become. The more work I do, the less of a leader I become. So, how much heed you give to the Word of God determines how successful your life's going to be. And then you have to talk it. You have to talk it. You're going to talk what you've been watching or thinking. You know, if I watch too much of one thing, I start talking about it. If I watch Westerns, I'll start talking about Westerns. I'm so programmable. You know, when you're, when, you are pro, when you're programmable like that, you know you've got to really watch. If you're prophetic, anybody here prophetic? I'm sure there are a lot of people in here prophetic. Well, you're not allowed to let any trash in. If you're prophetic and you let trash in, you make a mess. If you're, pro, you know, everybody says, I'm prophetic. Well, I say, I want to say, well, then clean it up, man. You can't be watching that. You can't be watching too much TV because you'll get programmed in there. See, if you meditate on a word, you start to regurgitate the word. You start to regurgitate solutions and answers instead of, instead of uh, weird things. Because if you if you watch, okay, I'm just going to ask. If you're prophetic, uh, and we'll just touch it. When you watch a matrix and those things, what's it do to you? You see it. You see things. You know. You watch weird supernatural things. You get weird. You're not. You're not right. You got to bring yourself back to. Uh, Things that are not supernatural. Do you, you understand? Supernatural is dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Very dangerous if you're a prophetic person. Amen. God, God programmed his prophets himself. But anyway, uh, so it, it was about money, but it really wasn't about money. If you're going to teach about money, I think you need to teach them the foundation of prosperity rather than about the money. Because the money will come. Money, money follows people who are doing the will of God. Thank you, Lord. And when you're afraid, the fear of not having any. I told you this years ago when I grew up. You know, the, my, my parents and the people around them, all my aunts and uncles, which I had a lot. My dad had, there was 10 in their family plus their wives. That's 20 of them. And my mother uh, had four and there was husbands there. So there's a lot of elderly people. And they came through the depression and it affected all of them differently because they were different ages. But I remember in the small town I was in, I mean literally, I'm not joking, you'd find people that would put a, a nail in the wall and put string on it because they was worried they wasn't gonna have any string later. Because that's what poverty will do to you. And when there's nothing around, it leaves an indelible mark that you're afraid to get rid of everything. You collect everything and 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 you're thinking of poverty rather than prosperity, and you and God has to change your mindset that He has enough, and that He can bless you. And just because He blesses you, doesn't mean the person next to you is not going to get any. You didn't use it all. You understand? You didn't. When God heals the person next to you. You can get healed, too, because he didn't run out. God's not broke, and he hasn't have, doesn't have to disperse. See, we think of God like our checkbook. Sometimes it'll get empty, but he done, his checkbook's unlimited, and he can continue to bless people in various places regardless. You can come on up, praise team, if you would. Amen. It's the first. Yes, sir, you can pass those out, please. The covenant. So you have to have a working knowledge of the covenant and the exchange that took place for you to have something. Now, like I said earlier, that one where where your work and your time literally stores up resources that you've worked for so you can deploy them when you want to, that's a really big deal. You know that moves you from hand to mouth to a position of of power over your life, right? Most of America just works on that short window from paycheck to paycheck. Thank you, Lord. If If you're challenged by the thought of Christians having money, remember Jesus had a treasurer and I always say he was a thief And he stole money out of the offering all the time and there was still enough money for him to go do his missions work. Jesus could not have been broke. Not have been broke. You know, when the fear goes, it releases the, the finances too, right? When you, that's why I always said that I, I, when I was young, I didn't understand why preachers said there's somebody out there supposed to give a thousand dollars. And I'm not telling you to do that this morning. If you want to, I wouldn't stop you. But anyway, uh, there's somebody out there has to give a thousand. There's somebody has to give fifteen hundred. It wasn't the money. It was the amount needed to be big enough to turn their head, to make them quit looking at the poverty and look at the prosperity. Really, that's what, he, 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 that's what God was doing through them. You, in other words, it has to be big enough to change your focus. It wasn't somebody trying to get $1,000 out of you. It was something, to, something that could happen to make your God big. To make your God bigger. It's okay to have enough, but that's not what the Bible is talking about
0: apostle joe Perosic and pastor rena Perosic pray that you have been blessed by this week's believe right broadcast in chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of john god's word tells us that jesus christ is the way the truth and the life and that no one comes unto god the father by any other means than through accepting believing and confessing Pastor Rena Perosich and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.mfcministries.net. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the US at 001-304-292-7283. That number again, 001 304-292-7283, or write MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic again next week at this time, here on this station, for another time in God's Word, which when applied to our lives will enable us to believe right.